And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show. Very excited because, of course, AEW Collision back in town here in Las Vegas this Saturday night at Henderson at the Dollar Loan Center, 4 p.m. And we are very excited to have this man who, by the luck of the draw, gets to defend his AEW International Championship against Japanese legend Tomohiro Ishii. I'm sure he's looking forward to having his chest turned into hamburger this weekend. We are very excited to have Orange Cast joining us here on the Mark Oak Show. Orange, how are you doing today? Um, I mean, I was doing okay, and then you mentioned all that stuff about my chest turning into hamburger, and uh, now I... I, I... I remember I have to I have to wrestle that man uh, this Saturday, and and it's not lucky. I, it's not the luck of the draw. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well I'm sorry to get things off on a bad note. I apologize. You, you know. No, no, it's actually good to keep get my mind focused for it. You know, because I I have a, I have some trouble getting focused. <laughs> We've seen that occasionally, but it's all good. It was funny that I got to do some research. When I went to North Dakota State, I used to hang out with the architecture guys a little bit, and I didn't know that you went to NJIT and have an architecture degree. How did you go from that to pro wrestling? Uh, well, that's all alleged. That's a, that, that's allegedly I did all that. Okay. I, it, it's very a, it's, it's a blur for me of what <laughs> uh, uh, I do uh, in and out of the ring, but professional wrestling has always been uh, a part of my life one way or another. And everything else I've had to deal with, with my life for wrestling was equally the goal as everything else. So, uh, yeah, I was tired a lot, kind of like how I am now. And another interesting part that I saw is you got your beginnings back in Hanover, Pennsylvania. And I actually grew up in East Berlin, Pennsylvania, just a little bit away from there. And I would love to hear about where it all started for you. Tell me a little bit about that time in your career. And I can't believe that it's almost been 20 years you've been in the ring. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy to think about? I try not to think about it because then I feel uh, more sore from all the stuff I've been doing over the past 18 years. But it was just like one of those things where me and my friends thought we could wrestle. So we went out and thought we could do it. May have wrestled in some backyards and met some other kids that were into it too. Kept those connections going and then found out about, about this promotion in Hanover that we could go and uh, wrestle for. So we did. And it's a good thing I did it because now I can sit here with you and do this interview because uh, it seemed to work out okay. Yeah, I think it just by coincidence. Yeah, I think it did too. I mean, to think that you went from small town, South Central PA to the top of the world in professional wrestling is pretty incredible. You developed such a very interesting style as you've gone along and it stood out from everybody else. And I remember one time having a conversation with Jimmy Hart about being different and you you developed the king of the sloth style and the, the the kicks and just all the crazy things with your hands in your pockets. Where did that all come from? And what did that mean to you to try to be different from everybody else in professional wrestling? Because I don't know too many people that would have taken chances like that, that you did in professional wrestling to stand out that way. So I could consider myself lucky or I could consider myself desperate or, uh, or just, uh, I have been wrestling for quite a long time and I have lots of friends in professional wrestling. And at a certain point, 
when you wrestle as long as I have been and you see all the people that you came up with and all the people that are your friends get signed to different places, go do great things, travel around the world, and you're still doing the small town stuff, you kind of have nothing to lose, right? And clearly no one was interested in me. It wasn't anything I was doing was working because I was listening to advice of people that work for them. So I just decided to just do the opposite. And whatever I could do to stand out and be able to show everyone who Orange Cassidy is by being different is what I did. And it started to work. I just started to be who I really am. I started just being lazy. I started doing what I wanted to do. I tried to get in people's heads. And I think it resonated with people because you can identify with everybody. Everybody can identify with having to get up and go to work and not really wanting to be there, but still doing a good job. And I think that's what uh, I, uh, I try to embody. And I think over time, it's been fascinating through your run in AEW because watching you, I remember thinking, you know, this guy's, you know, you'd see the flashes of the things that you could do in the ring, but you would see the comedy, you know, and people would see you do like the mimosa match that you did with Chris Jericho and the arcade match that you had. And then all of a sudden things started to change and people started taking you more seriously. And now look where you are. Was there a switch that flipped a little bit to say, okay, now it's time to really maybe get away from that a little bit more. I mean, you still do those things, but it's become more of a serious style in the ring. And now people are like, wow, this dude can really go. Yeah, I also think it's it was by design, right? I did what I had to do to get the job done. And when people start to understand your strategy or what you do in the ring, you have to change it up. I also think it's I've been challenged a lot from Chris Jericho, Matt Hardy, uh, Adam Cole, and then I the international championship run that I'm on now. That first match with John Moxley changed something in within me. He brought it out of me. It's the things that I need to do to continue to be successful. I don't know if I were in another place or in another company uh, that I would be able to go through that transformation. I think people have this idea about someone like me as a comedy wrestler that, uh, and I hate the word comedy wrestler because, but they say that, and then, and then that's the one note joke I do for however long I could do that one note until you get sick of me and then I leave. And I'm very grateful that I have a company like AEW and Tony Khan that saw that like, no, we can show a, a wide variety of who Orange Cassidy is. And I feel it's important. You know, I, I treat professional wrestling very seriously and I consider it an art form. And and I do think that when you look at something or you see something that's art, you should feel all emotions, you know, sadness, happiness. And I try to I try to do whatever I can to make those emotions come through. And if AEW were to not exist, I don't think I'd be able to do that. Yeah, one thing that to me has been so impressive about you over the past couple of years is this run as the international champion. I went back and I looked at a list of opponents that you've taken on. And it is such an incredibly diverse group of people. You know, sometimes guys get stuck in a rut where there's a certain type of opponent they take on. I mean, you've been in the ring with everybody, every style, every size of, of opponent you could possibly be in there with. And every time you go out there, it's an amazing match, no matter who it is or how you have to adapt to take on that person. And I think it's really shown that you have come such a long way in diversifying what you do in the ring. And it's fascinating to me from where you've come 
to where you are now that you just take it on so many different guys and every night it's just great to watch. It's, uh, it, it, it is, well, thank you for saying that. I really don't feel like I need to say anything. You're really just doing a great job for me. I could just sit here and, 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 and listen to you. That's fine. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm available uh, for hire, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, I might have to. You don't wrestle for as long as I do if you don't pick up a thing or two. And I, and I, uh, I have a lot of, uh, I need to give my props to uh, all the trainers and the diverse trainers. I always thought it was very important to see as much wrestling and learn as many styles as you possibly could to create your own. And just like how I was saying, like it's an art form, you want to just experience different emotions. And there are many different styles of professional wrestling that I think everybody, I think it, bringing it to a, a mainstream like here in the America, these different types of styles and things I think is important. And I think it's good to, cause AEW is the alternative. So here's the alternative. Let's show you. And I was very, very, very fortunate that I had the opportunity to go in every single week and wrestle. And I felt the responsibility to make sure that every week mattered and every single match mattered. And you saw every style. And I took a lot of pride in that. I still do. Jeez, I'm doing it tomorrow. What am I saying? I'm going to be wrestling on Saturday. So I'm still doing it. Now, over the past year, year and a half, there has been a lot of chaotic moments in AEW. And it seems like it started to settle down a little bit. But I'm curious, with a personality like you have, what were you thinking while all this stuff was going on? I just thought about doing what I thought was right. And I thought about just me being me the same way I thought about the championship is about what I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. I feel that our roster is the best roster I think to ever exist in professional wrestling. And it's unfortunate that a couple things get shown, but I, I know that there's a lot of people that put their head down and go to work and do the best they possibly could do and lead by example. And I, and I try to look up, I try to look to that, try to keep that same feeling of like, Hey, we're here to do the best we possibly can. This is a dream come true. So let's, let's keep it going. And I try to focus on moving forward and, uh, and all the positives because, you know, I don't got time to look at all the other stuff. I'm very tired. So I'd rather be happy. <laughs> We're on the Mark Oak show here with Orange Cassidy. I think one thing that is very interesting about the world of professional wrestling, it's hard to keep friends together. And you've had a great relationship with Chuck Taylor. And of course, you know, the best friends uh, with him, Trent Beretta. And it seems like you have a pretty good relationship with Chris Statlander as well. How hard is it to maintain those friendships? And what do those mean to you? Those people you just mentioned are the reasons why I, I was able to be the, the champion that I am today. We really rely on each other. And I think it's very, very important because professional wrestling, as you know, can be a, a very dangerous place. So you need people to have your back. And I'm very lucky to have those people that have been with me for a very long time. Chris Statlander more recently, but Chris is one of those people that we can lean on each other in different aspects of our lives that we all, you know, and I feel like we have a very good group of people, like the best friends. And, you know, we're the, we're the only ones that are still around together that never like, you know, start fighting each other. So we're, we're kind of lucky. Um, that just shows you that we really are a best friend. So it is literally the reason why I am the wrestler I am today. These reigns as international champion have been pretty impressive, but do you have any more aspirations? I know you get a little lazy sometimes, but what other aspirations do you have in AEW? Because, you know, there is another title you've wrestled for a couple of times, and it's sitting around Samoa Joe's waist at the moment. But, you know, temptation to maybe try and go get that world championship at some point? You know, I, 
I know with professional wrestling that you never know what's going to happen. So I never like to say guessing whatever it is, but I just know about certain things. And I'm very, very certain that I have the international championship and it is my goal to make that championship the most important championship in professional wrestling. And it still is. And I'm, someone's going to have to beat me up to take it. And uh, I won't let it go very easy. So um, I don't really look forward uh, to anything else besides that. Well, you may be looking forward. Never say never. Never say never. Very true. Now, AEW Revolution's coming up here on March 3rd as well. What's coming your way there? I'm sure this is going to be a wild week, of course, with what happened last night with Sting. And Darby Allen, uh, there's going to be a lot of eyes on that one. But uh, what do we have coming up for you on Revolution? So um, Roderick Strong did this oh, really bold thing, and he challenged me for the international championship at Revolution. He did that like three weeks ago. And I was like, okay, dude, you, sure, but I'm going to keep defending my championship. I'm not just going to wait for you. And I think that kind of made him a little upset. But so far, uh, Roderick Strong will wrestle whoever has the international championship at Revolution, and um, I don't plan on losing it. But I do have Tomohiro Ishii uh, on Saturday, so, uh, you know, and I know him because I've teamed with him before, and I know how hard he hits, so you never know. But uh, I don't plan on losing it. Yeah, that's going to be a great night for you as well at Revolution. So a pretty stacked dance card for Orange Cassidy coming up over the next few weeks as uh, you continue to play the dance with the AEW International Championship. Man, I'll tell you, it's going to be a wild time for you, sir. I mean, it's been a wild time for me for the past year, two two years. So um, at this point, it's just the norm. I just (laughs) just got to keep going, keep on keeping on. Absolutely. By the way, I wanted to ask you real quick before I let you go. I saw the little promo you guys did when you were out at that shelter down in Savannah. You looked awfully comfortable with those dogs. Are you a dog guy, animal guy? Oh, for sure. I was, me and Chris Statlander got to hang out with some dogs and some cats, and uh, we were having a great time, and the dogs... You know, they're like me. They, they the dogs give off the same energy. So I, I just wanted to lay down in the beanbag chair and hey, those dogs want to do the same thing. So I was I, I was comfortable. They were comfortable, and I just love. I consider myself more a dog person, but I uh, I like cats as as well too. So I, I like all animals. Well, you're going to be dealing with the one on Saturday at AEW Collision at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Hey, tell everybody last chance to sell this thing. We're coming up Saturday. Give them the rundown. Why should everybody be buying tickets for this thing? Well, you're going to buy tickets because you're going to see a uh, a very strong linebacker-built Japanese legend fight me for my international championship. And you're also going to see if you – I try to describe the AEW shows like if you like Monster Jam, you know, like Monster Trucks, if you like – rock concerts if you like to go to broadway if you like a magic show if you like fashion shows professional wrestling has all of that stuff in one so i've never had anybody tell me that they've been to an aew show and had a bad time so i highly recommend you go and then you'll always want to go so if you go to awtick.com you can get some tickets because they're still on sale and you can see me um try to run away from a japanese man for sure (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure there may be an orange punch or two flying around there before it's all said and done. I hope so. All right. And uh, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, just Google search Orange Cassidy. You'll figure it out. Fair enough. That's the lazy way to do it, buddy. All right. Well, want to thank you for coming on the show, Orange Cassidy. We do appreciate it. Best of luck this weekend at AEW Collision at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Of course, uh, showtime at 4 o'clock. Get on down there. 
And best of luck at AEW Revolution on that pay-per-view taking on Roderick Strong. Should be a great match there as well. And always a pleasure to talk to you, sir. We'll look forward to seeing you this weekend. Great. Thank you very much.